This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right, let's go. Let's go. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. You Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. On a Tuesday, Trent Conner and myself taking you up until 2 o'clock. John Miller, 20 minutes from now, HawkeyeNation.com. Can do a lot of football with John as the uh, coordinators. Uh, both uh, met the press yesterday. Phil Parker talked about the uh, linebackers and uh, where you got to go and who they're trying to get ready to fill the three voids uh, that they have at, uh, at the linebacker position next year. Uh, Brian Ferentz talked about uh, play calls for as a first-time play caller. I thought Chad Leistico, well, he always does. I mean, the, the register guys, they really shine during football season, whether it be Petey, Birchie, Emirate, or, um, or Chad. Um, they've, they've done a great job chronicling mm-hmm. Iowa and Iowa State this year. Uh, TheGazette.com, Mark Morehouse has uh, been as solid as uh, normal in his own right. But um, Leistico wrote a good piece on Brian Ferentz today, his uh, first year in as a play caller, Brian Ferentz is right when he was asked about the you know the Big Ten West and everybody's looking up at Wisconsin, right? yeah, and they clearly are. At and least for now, will it change? Yes, and I and I and I'm convinced it's going to. To our neighbors to the west, yes. they get into the conversation, or be, they become nah, what Wisconsin is. I don't is. know if we'll if we're going to have that team. That you can go ahead, like Kansas in the Big Twelve in basketball, right, or Ohio State most years in the East. I think it's going to. I think I was going to have to beat either Wisconsin or Nebraska mm-hmm. to be a factor in the West in the years to come, and that's maybe not being fair to Northwestern. Fitz has got it going on over there, as we know. Um, I mean, you can pencil him in for nine and three, ten and two. Fleck is recruiting up north. Yeah, I'm still not sold. I'm not, I never have been. Yeah, I'm just not not buying it. There. It doesn't work there. No, he might be a good coach, but Minnesota, meh. Tough place to win. It is. And for whatever reason, I mean, I, I know people around here, they lament about the losses when Amara Darbo goes to Michigan and sure. and uh, Oliver, you know, and those guys, and people leave state. But, I mean, Minnesota takes it to another degree. When's the last time a top-level high school kid has stayed and went to Minnesota in football? It's... It's few and far between. Yeah, Basketball has been a big deal. Mm-hmm. Tyus Jones going to Duke mm-hmm. and uh, just a number of guys. Jakey Mikura at Xavier. I mean, he's he was a top 150 player. He went to Xavier over Minnesota. I mean, for that's basketball, but, you know, two different things. The guys there, for whatever reason, staying home, it seems like it's even less in Minnesota, especially for football, than it is even here in the state of Iowa. So, yeah, tough job. And mm-hmm. you got the Vikings... 
Yeah, pro sports. Yep. Well, look, it's it's a pro town. Yes. It's a pro town. PA joins us every week, and Mm -hmm. we ask him about the, uh, you know, the Gophers uh, periodically during our conversations, and he's very honest with us. I mean, I'm not paying attention. (laughs) He doesn't come right out and say it like that. He he jumped on the Fleck bandwagon early this year. I I just, I think it's going to be two schools. I think it's going to be Wisconsin. It's going to be Nebraska. I think the Frost hire, we're going to look back at this. Five years from now, the guy's wrong about Mike Riley. Mm-hmm. Full disclosure. You like that one. I did just because of what he did in Winnipeg, right? Just because he, the Bombers sucked. Okay. Stunk. And he built a winner there. Um, I don't know. So that was my guy. <laughs> swing and a miss. Yeah, swing and a miss. But they. I thought Paul Chris was going to take a huge step back in Wisconsin. Look what he's done. Yes. And he's going to be there forever. Where's Paul Chris going? Nowhere. 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 He has his dream job. Yep. He is in... I think Scott Frost does too. I think I think yeah. we're I think we're going to uh, watch Nebraska take steps forward. That's going to be a while. I'm not saying they're going back to where they were. I think those days are over. But I think that their ele- their arrow, as I like to say, is going to be pointing up here in the next couple of years. You know, we po- I posed this to you before, and we also uh, when we were talking to Stephen M. What is an acceptable level for you know the Wolves not to be nipping at his mm. heels though? Does it have to be? A conference championship, you know, two out of five years is just a couple appearances in the Big Ten title game. Is that, or is it, you, well, you can't get us to the college football. Say you're seven years into it. He's won a Big Ten title, made one appearance in the college football playoff. Is that enough? Yes. I, I, I think, Trent, honestly, and I don't certainly don't speak for him, but it, it just seems that that they've had a turn about in in the wrong direction they they their their expectation level i think has had to be rebooted yeah. because they 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 clearly can't expect you know because when they when they go from coach to coach to coach they would expect to get better and get back sooner or later the reality has to set in that that's not going to happen you would hope you would, you would think. You would think, but but anyway. it's it's a weird. It's such a different place. It's all they have, Trent. It's the, it, all they have. It's, now they support their minor sports very well. Basketball has never won an NCAA tournament game. Right, but they you couldn't them. you couldn't do sports talk radio in Lincoln or in Omaha and and, and rely on basketball. Right, it's it's football. It's yes. Look, I'll never forget the fall I lived in Lincoln. It was like nothing I'd ever experienced before. What year was that? Ninety. Either ninety three or I think ninety four. So it was right in the throw. I mean, right as it was building. Yeah. To the biggest moments. Colorado was still better than them at this point. I mean, okay. This when Colorado had, you mean, Eric Bieniemy, Bieniemy, Rashan Salam, Charles Johnson. They had some players. They did. Um, but yeah, but yeah, they were they were on their way up again. Nebraska was, and it was. And I love Memorial Stadium. I got there a couple of times. It, yeah, it was, it was uh, spectacular. All right, uh, let's do this. We like to go on record, and since we're talking college football, I don't think we've gone on record as far as you know who we think are going to. Because look, we've got till the end of the week, and then I'm gone next week yeah. in Memphis. Although I'll join you, we probably won't get an opportunity to, um, you know, to put it out there to go on record and to. Try and pick these two playoff games. Do you have the a Rose feel? And the sugar. Um, because I'm no, still I have struggling. A heart feel. I want Baker Mayfield to go a long way in this thing. So more, almost a rooting interest. Yes, I, I'm rooting for Oklahoma just because I want to see something new blood. Well, kinda. But it, yeah, but is it though? It isn't. Georgia would actually be they the would new be blood. The new blood. Yeah. 
but it's SEC. Nah. Yeah, you're not doing. That. I I don't want Georgia, Alabama, more than anything. Oh, nor do I. Nor does the country. Right, right. I think the country feels the same way about Georgia, Alabama as they do about the Patriots. Yes, yes. And Clemson, though they're not in the SEC, they're an SEC program. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. their coach is SEC school. They're yep. trained and um, yep. They recruit yep. at that level. They're they from do. the South. They've been in the championship game the last couple of years. Yeah. You respect the hell out of him for getting back up, getting back to that point and doing so without, you know, yeah. Deshaun Watson. It's like, a transcendent talent. He really was. And then you bring back that defensive line. Oh, yeah. look what we can do. Kelly Bryant, healthy-ish mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. into it. That'll be fun. But yeah, I'm I'm struggling to come up with a strong feel either way. Well, do you think Alabama will knock off Clemson? Because that seems to be the consent. Alabama's going to get healthier. Yes. Linebackers. So Clemson, I would think, and I yeah. don't know if they have walked. I think Clemson's going to beat them again. You do? Yes. I, I'm on the Alabama side. Are you? Saban, after what happened last mm-hmm. year. That was a hell of a football oh, game. So oh, so good. The second half was unbelievable. Yeah. It was actually a little slow early on, but yeah, the second half yeah, and well, the back and they, forth. It was a feeling out process. You're yep. 100% right. But it got going, and, and as good as you're going to find in college football. But there's just something about Saban. A revenge spot, a double revenge spot for him. I can't see him losing that game. Okay. I think too much limit Clemson side offensively. I think they get it done. You mentioned the health and, and getting their linebackers healthy because the team we saw at the end of the year is not no. what we've grown accustomed uh, uh, to with Alabama. No, different, different team, different team. Uh, all right. Conversely, the uh, the Rose Bowl, which you're going to miss because you're going to watch Iowa State and Texas. <laughs> Come on, Big Twelve. Are you kidding me? I'll have it on DVR, I guess. Well, I mean, right in the middle of the two playoff games, we've got Big 12 conference play. It'll be a late night. Shake your head. It's the playoffs. The Rose Bowl. It's the Rose Bowl. Um, I'm taking Oklahoma. Maybe it's my heart, but look, Georgia's a nice team. they got great running backs. Their defense, they certainly showed up in the uh, SEC championship game in a big way. Mm -hmm. Oklahoma's offense is as good as there is in college football. It is. Baker Mayfield is the best player in college football. But what's the old adage? Great offense against great defense. You always take the great defense. You do. And Georgia's going to be able to score against the Oklahoma defense. Without a doubt. Everybody does. It's... I want Oklahoma to win. Mm-hmm. I want Baker Mayfield. I want to see him in that spotlight and the championship and all those things, but I just keep coming back. You know what? What I don't State, want to see. Cyclone Nation's rooting for Oklahoma. Oh, I bet. Yeah. An opportunity to beat the national you beat, champion. You beat the national champion. Think about that. How many teams get to say that? Very many. So you're going to take who? Georgia. You're taking. So you've got the. the I got what I don't want to see. Want, right. Yeah. Sometimes, well, I'll probably bet that way. What I don't want to see. And if I. Get to see what I actually want to see. Well, at least mm-hmm. I get to see what I want to see. You go mm-hmm. see where I'm going. I do. That's that's why it's an entertainment tax, and I don't actually do it to make money because I do stupid things like that. I, I asked uh, Zubin this question as well, and I think it's a better question to ask when, when you're not prepared. And you don't give it any thought. Who's going to go? Who's going to play for the Super Bowl? Patriots, Vikings, uh, chalk again. Yeah, see, I don't think it's going to be chalk. A lot of people are in love with that Saints team. Watched quite a bit of their game with the Jets on the Thursday night before. They're starting to get some injuries. Leaky. Yes. Getting leaky. And their cornerbacks have been playing at such a high level. Unbelievable. Regression back to the me, whatever it is. They're not playing at the level they were a month ago. I don't love the Saints. You know, if I I had to go off the board a little bit more away from a team with a bye. Away. Okay. 
do that. That's a good one. You're going to pick a, You're going to pick a team that doesn't have a buy. So you're eliminating Patriots, Steelers, Eagles, Vikings at this point. In the NFC, Carolina's kind of the easy choice right uh, now. Isn't that the Rams? I with I that don't defensive line. I don't believe right now after what I saw with Goff up in Minneapolis that he can go in there and win. He's doing lately. Yeah, that's a good point. Good point. I mean, it's a very much simplified game plan for the playoffs. We'll ride Gurley and yeah, and that defense. Okay, Zerline, terrific I think kicker. I think it's Carolina though. Do you? I mean, it's the last two weeks. They were both at home against mm-hmm. the Vikings and Packers, but and the Vikings were a better team. I mean, look, yeah. the, the the scoreboard said otherwise. Mm-hmm. I get it, but I thought the Vikings were the better team on the on that particular Sunday. I'd probably lean there, and then on the AFC, probably the three C Jaguars. It has to be. Portals has played well. Because Kansas City Titans or the Bills or the Ravens. And I think the Ravens, I'm with you. I think the Ravens will get in. The Bills just have too much left. Bills have too much left. And they they got the Patriots this week. As this has started over the last, oh, you know, six, seven weeks, the Jaguars, are they for real? Defense is great. Well, you point out Bortles to me. Yeah. And And, and I've been waiting to be able to bet against Blake Bortles in the playoffs. I don't know if I can. Mm -hmm. They play, let's say they play Baltimore first round. What are they favored by? Four and a half? Three and a half? Four and a half. Four and a half? I I think I'd be laying those points. Would you? And I've been waiting for almost two months to be able to bet against Blake Bortles in the playoffs. Think of that quarterback matchup. Bortles, Flacco. (laughs) Get your tickets now. Oh, my God. What does the NFL least want to see? I mean, Jacksonville and who? Jacksonville, Carolina. Two new entries, though. You got Cam. Jacksonville, New Orleans. Drew Brees. Drew Brees uh, yeah, Cam. You got Marky Detroit. Well, Detroit's not getting in. <laughs> Did Do you think Detroit's got a chance? I mean, they're 8-6. They're, they're eight one and game six. out of it. Out of the teams alive, that would be their Jacksonville-Detroit. That would be that'd be awful. That would be awful. The Lions fans would make their way to Minneapolis, though. Oh, can you imagine the ratings if that's the stinker that gets put up? It's not going to It'll still get ratings. It will, but not to the extent that it is. I mean, we saw, I mean, college football was down this year. It was, yeah. Fox was way up, and the reason Fox was way up is because they got the Big Ten. Yeah, got good teams. Got good teams. And good games. What's the best? What gets the biggest number? The Steelers and... I mean, the Rams bring L.A., they do, but do they really? No, I don't know. That's a great question. Um, Philly? Philly. But but who is a everyday run-of-the-mill football fan? Who do you know from the Eagles well, outside Carson of Carson Wentz? Wentz? Right. right. Who do you know from the Vikings? Right. Another good point. You get Drew Brees, you get Cam Newton, you got I th- Matt I th- Ryan, maybe Julio Jones, but I'm not sure Atlanta's going to survive. I still think New England delivers a better number than Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's Brady. got so many fans. Yeah, it's, it's Brady. Brady. But aren't we sick of Brady? Isn't the country just fed up with Tom Brady, especially with what happened, the way the game ended last year? But guys are watching the Super Bowl regardless. But the extra wives and girlfriends and everybody else. the Super Bowl else. brings in the fringe fans. You know, you and they know Tom Brady. They don't know Ben Roethlisberger. But don't they know the Steelers? Yeah, about as much as the Patriots anymore. You're talking older. I mean, the Steelers, though, the reason there's so many of those fans around that are in their 40s and 50s is because of the 70s. No question. But you're talking about now an aging demographic. Mm -hmm. For people in their 20s, the Steelers, oh, yeah, they're pretty good every year. 
but it's not the dynasty that it was. No, no. Far and the Patriots it. are. Yes. So are. it's There's it's no probably question. actually more of a brand naturally now. But the Patriots are, have become that dynasty in part because of the success they've had against the Steelers. Yes. So if they're watching them succeed, you know, you root for the underdog, at least in their mind. Pittsburgh has that role when it comes to those two teams. The way the game ended this past week. Yeah. You know, the country's sick of the New England Patriots. Nobody wants the Patriots in this thing. I think even the Patriots fans are sick of their team being I don't think so. you got to get old after a while, doesn't it? No. It's greatness. It's greatness. Look, I respect the hell out of them. I do. Belichick is the the best coach to ever blow a whistle. In In sports. sports. Yeah. In any sport. With the way that the NFL is set up. Mm -hmm. With the salary cap. Set up in a way where it is, you know, they want mediocrity across the board. Yeah. Everyone's about the same. You can't pay a luxury tax and go over the right. cap in this sport. Yeah. The cap, it's a hard cap. And he makes cut. Hey, speaking of that quickly, uh, I was listening to Bill Simmons yesterday. There's a theory out there that the reason that Jimmy Garoppolo was traded mm-hmm. was because Kraft, who loves Tom Brady, as mm-hmm. we know, was concerned, as good as Garoppolo has looked, that he was going to cut ties, that Belichick was going to cut ties with Brady after this year and hand the reins over, and Kraft did not want to see that. There's no sacred cows with Belichick. I don't don't know if it has an ounce of truth, but I love the theory. I love it. If there's one guy that would would go against the Bill Belichick way, you would have to think it's Brady, but... That's that's what Simmons said. And well, look, and that's a part of the country he's from, right? I, yeah. I think is he a Patriots fan? Too? Oh, I'm big, sure he is. big, yeah. Celtics fan. Mm-hmm. He, they cut ties with Garoppolo, and look what Jimmy Garoppolo's done. Yes. Wow. And the, I mean, look, they got him for a two. Yeah. Which means there are thirty-one other thirty other teams that could have had him for a two. San Francisco, if they wanted to flip him right now, what do they get? Two oh, ones? Oh, absolutely. Two ones. The way he's playing, without yes. a doubt. Without a doubt. Mm. We'll take a timeout. John Miller, HawkeyeNation.com will be here. We'll uh, talk to John following this timeout. Tim Yotter, VikingUpdate.com. Trent and I are here until 2, Monday through Friday. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Sunday night, Monday night, and Thursday night football from Westwood One, only on 1700 KBGG. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Hi, I'm Baron Geiger, president of Caring Hands in Altoona. For 15 years, Caring Hands has been providing food, clothing, and other types of assistance to our neighbors here in the Southeast Polk community in Pleasant Hill and in Bondurant. We'd like to take this opportunity to thank our many donors and volunteers. Together, we have provided over 180,000 meals and over 30,000 items of clothing this year. If you're interested in partnering or helping out at Caring Hands, you can find all the information you need at our website, caringhandsiowa.org. On behalf of all of us from here at Caring Hands, we'd like to wish you a very Merry Christmas. 
Here's a list of reasons why AT&T prepaid is the perfect holiday gift, according to Marshall and Viv. When you switch to AT&T prepaid, you get a new ZTE Maven 3 smartphone for free. And when you switch to AT&T prepaid, you get a new ZTE Maven 3 smartphone for free. I said that. Happy holidays? AT&T prepaid has no annual contracts. It's going on my holiday list for sure. And AT&T's reliable network. The AT&T network. There's no hidden fees. No credit checks. No compromises. No strings attached. AT&T prepaid has plans for people who like great deals. Plans for people who love gift giving. Flexibility. Reliability. All the abilities. AT&T prepaid is for people in places where it snows a lot, like Syracuse. And plans for people in places where it snows not a lot, like Miami. I love snow. That makes one of us. The list is long. Really long. This holiday season, switch to AT&T prepaid to get a new ZTE Maven 3 smartphone for free. And all the advantages of AT&T's reliable network with no compromises. In stores or at att.com slash prepaid. Limited time offer available at participating AT&T stores. Requires new line of service, $45.65 plan and auto pay. Reliable network claim for third-party sources, fees, coverage, and other restrictions apply. When you're hungry for great food, a tasty cocktail, or a good glass of wine, a friendly atmosphere, and fast attentive service, remember Jesse's Embers at 3301 Ingersoll Avenue. Open Monday through Saturday for dinner and Monday. Monday through Friday for lunch beginning at 11 a.m. Jesse serves just about everything, including some of the best steaks you've ever tasted. Cooked on an open grill, located right inside. The smells are fabulous. And Marty or Dina stop to check on your meal. And the bartenders, well, they're on your side. Jesse's Embers on Ingersoll, just west of 31st Street. Cumulus Media Des Moines encourages you to shop local, buy local this holiday season. Our local businesses are the lifeblood of our communities and a major driving force for the local economy, contributing to the tax base, which in turn supports our schools and helps to keep our infrastructure updated. Money spent locally supports all of us here and is very important to maintaining our way of life. 1700 KBGG encourages you to shop local this holiday season. Shop local is brought to you by these fine local businesses. The Hall, Total Truck, and Mattress Discounter. When you hear Washer Systems of Iowa, you think about pressure washers. The Washer Systems of Iowa does so much more. Industrial floor care equipment, waste oil heaters, water heaters, accessories and parts, washers, used equipment, along with repair, preventative maintenance, and operator training. Washer Systems of Iowa sell the best and service the rest. Selling and servicing commercial cleanup equipment for 29 years. Washer Systems of Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, head coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. You can help plant the seeds of hope in the heartland. Imagine how an at-risk child's life can change when one small act of kindness leads to an entirely different path. Wildwood Hills Ranch is transforming the lives of at-risk children, one heart and one child at a time, through year-round character, leadership, and teamwork training. Frederick Douglass was right. It is better to build strong children than repair broken men. Help forge a path by sponsoring an at-risk child today. Learn more by visiting wildwoodhillsranch.org. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago. 
Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Connor and myself taking you up until 2. We're going to do a little NFL conversation in about 15 minutes. Tim Yotter, VikingUpdate.com, uh, will join us right now. He's fresh from uh, lunch at the Golden Corral. He's John Miller, HawkeyeNation.com. John, um, you look, you post something on Twitter, and I'm going to watch it, and I just got through watching your instant reaction to your lunch at the Golden Corral. How are you doing? Uh, you said fresh from the Golden Corral. Fresh is not a term I would use right about now. I, I feel a lot slower and more lethargic than I did a half hour ago. And, you know, I- I'm driven, and I'm also impulsive. And the former is great. The latter, not so much. And I'm regretting that decision right now. Now, did you stay? Were you able to stay away from the chocolate fountain? I, I saw that made a couple of your early tweets. Yeah. It was, like it was drawing. You were being drawn to it, John. Yeah, I had no intention. But when I saw it and, and realized that that thing existed, yeah. I, I did. I, I dipped some, I don't know what type of confecture it was. I dipped it in chocolate and ate it. And that was before. And that was. I'm kind of really, I don't like to eat dessert till I'm done with dinner. And I kind of mix the two up. So that's really not sitting well so with me right now. Good stuff. John Miller, uh, he's a great follow at HawkeyeNation.com for the instant reaction uh, podcast. <laughs> hey, John, let's uh, let's talk some football with the bowl game right around the corner. Um, I'll be in Memphis, so I won't get to talk to you next week. So let's do, you know, at least uh, to start our conversation here, football-related. Uh, I know that, um, you know, you're aware that the coordinators met with the media yesterday, Phil Parker right. and Brian Ferentz. Um, Brian Ferentz, first year as a play caller, relatively young to be handed the reins to do that. What was if you, if you had one criticism of his first year as the play caller, what would it be, John? You know, it's really tough to do that for me because I, I expect it. I mean, if you think back in your life when you were in your first year of anything, your first year of whatever job, you probably remember that you made a lot of mistakes. Mm-hmm. And Brian, you know, the first guy to admit it, he, was he inconsistent at times? Yeah, but did Greg Davis abandon the run against Maryland or Rutgers a couple of years ago that made us all scratch our heads? Yeah, and he's a veteran play caller. So it's one of the most scrutinized positions in all of coaching. And I really think on the whole, he did well. I, I think he addressed what I was surprised we didn't see more of this year and think we will going forward, that they actually underutilized their tight end yeah. given the personnel strength they have there. So I don't think we'll see that next year. And, John, you could say, and, and, and you're right, and he did address it, but i got to give him credit because that's a position that was underutilized, and he realized he's got two of them. And maybe you know maybe it took him a little bit longer than uh, than Hawkeye Nation would have liked to have seen before they you know he did start uh, utilizing more often. He's got a couple of weapons there, and and hats off to him for for realizing that and and using them at least to the extent that he did. Yeah, and I also think that as the season progressed, Fant's dedication um, or competence as a blocker increased. Hawkinson was the better blocker to start with, and is the better blocker right now. But I think another year, another offseason, more strength and more technique work on blocking 
those two, there's really going to be little reason to get them off the field um, on any snap because you can what you can do with them and you can flex them out. You can use them as an inline. You can use them as an H. And the defense is going to be guessing every single time, and that's what you want. The more offensive looks you can get out of the same personnel package, that keeps a defense guessing. And, and really, with Hawkinson and Fant, those guys are a rough match. One of them is going to be in a mismatch situation favoring Iowa every single passing down snap next year. So that needs to be the off, one of the offseason focuses. Working against the 3-4, another part of that. And, uh, John, as you go through and look what happened against Wisconsin, they did some things in the second half against Nebraska. Is this going to continue to evolve? Are we going to see more and more pieces added? Or do you think we're pretty close to the full complement of what we'll see of the Brian Ferentz offense? I don't think there – I think the, the, the skeleton, the foundation is certainly there. I don't, I don't think you're going to sit here and say, oh, boy, they're, they're going to put 50 more percent in. I think it's just going to be the maturity and age of the team. Remember back in August, we talked about how inexperienced really the entire passing game was from the quarterback who'd never started the game, from the receivers who Matt Vandenberg was the old guy there, but everybody else was incredibly inexperienced, and the inexperience from Fant and Hawkinson at tight end. Next year, there's not inexperience at quarterback. The receiving core, by and large, will have had a number of reps under their belt. And, and, you know, if James Daniels returns, you're talking about, you know, one, two, three, at least four of your linemen who started a good number of games this year coming back as well. So that won't be the case next year. And with experience means I think these guys can handle more and handle more variations. And Nathan Stanley's audible package will expand from just run, check, left, Mm -hmm. count up number, run, check, right. I think that changes as well. I think Brian, in his first year as a coordinator, he also had a lot of first-year starters who had very little experience, and you can't separate those two. Mm. John Miller, HawkeyeNation.com is our guest. John, uh, I don't know if you've had an opportunity to, to get inside the matchup against Boston College. We know the losing streak that the Hawkeyes are on, at least their, their bowl losing streak. From what you see in Boston College, does this look like the year that the, the losing bowl streak snaps for the Hawks? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's the most beatable opponent Iowa has had since they played against, uh, you know, maybe Tennessee and the Tax Slayer, but that Tennessee was on the way up, or at least we thought mm-hmm. uh, Missouri and the Insight Bowl in 2010, although that was a, a ranked Missouri team it in the was. teens yep. uh, at that point in time. So, yeah, th- this Boston College team is not a great team. Iowa's not a great team. Iowa's an inconsistent team. I, I think that this is a team that is very similar to Iowa in what they want to do. They want to come out and run the ball, and Iowa wants to come out and run the ball, and their defenses are set up to stop the run. And I think that you know they've got a young, uh, they'll have a young player at quarterback, uh, a very young running back, a freshman, but he's also very talented, very good, yeah. uh, one of the best you know young running backs in the country. So I think it's I, th- I think it's the kind of game that Iowa typically does you know well in uh, a phone booth physical football game. Um, so yeah, I, I think that this is a very winnable game for Iowa. So uh, jumping over to a little basketball with you. Southern Utah tonight. Uh, okay, it's Southern Utah. Colorado on Friday. Nice, solid Pac-12 team. Maybe not a tournament team, but is this team turning the corner in your estimation? I don't know. It just depends on what corner we're talking about. It's certainly not the, the NCAA tournament corner because they've dug themselves too big of a hole, in my opinion, mm-hmm. unless they do something crazy in the Big Ten tournament or go out and go 14-4, and 13-5 in Big Ten play. 
Uh, you know, the the game against Drake was, I think, their best game of the season. It was very nice to see. They exploited the advantage they had, and that was on the inside. Iowa did a great job of post-feeding that game, and the post would kick it back out when they didn't have a good feel, and then the guards would re-post-feed, which is something Iowa's not been good at, and most teams really aren't good at the re-feed of the post, let alone the feeding of the post. So that was really good to see. But, you know, unfortunately, the, the, the core issue and challenge for Iowa doesn't change, and that is, you know, the guards and the depth, you know, Connor, you know, I think to me, if there's going to be a corner turned, it will be if Connor McCaffrey greatly exceeds, you know, my expectations on what he can contribute to this team. If he goes out and, you know, the offense is just incredibly crisp and they start hitting on all cylinders and it frees up Bohannon to, you know, be more of the two that I think he should be, then yeah, there's a corner that can be turned there and then they can, beat a lot of teams and they aren't you know void of talent it's just where they have it and where they don't so McCaffrey and and, and or Macy Daly are really going to have to rise up and, and be that consistent threat back up at one before I think a corner can be turned but it was a positive step against Drake. Uh, John I want to ask you this um, when I when I watch Nick Bear play his basketball IQ just seems to be higher than anybody else's on the floor. And when I used to watch Aaron White play, I thought the same thing about him. I hated the other stuff that came along with his game. He was too good to be wanted to be bailed out on every shot that he'd take up, you know, kick out a leg in hopes that he gets a, a call. I hated that part of his game. I loved the fact that he anticipated quicker than anybody else on the floor. When I watch Bear, I see... Aaron White, and I was big clearly, but he doesn't do the stuff that, you know, got under my skin. Bears quickly becoming one of my favorites. And the game against Drake, John, he's just like he's, he sees the game before the game actually unfolds in front of him. It's almost like he knows what's coming. You know, Ken, I, I think that here's the reason why it looks that way. And I'm not saying that it's not. It's a lost art. And I've told this to you before. Players that don't stop moving have good things happen to them. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Bear never stops moving. And when Aaron White played, I would tweet all the time. I'm like, you know what? Aaron White is not the most skilled player on this floor right now, but he's the player that never stops moving and has more heart and desire than the other guys. And good things happen to you in basketball when you don't stand still. Nicholas Bear follows his shot, which is almost like, what's he doing? Because nobody does that anymore. Everybody wants to sit back and admire their shot. Bear follows it and gets his board and then gets a, a put back. So I think that those are the things that he does. He never stops moving. He would be a pain in the butt to defend, just yeah. the same way Aaron White was. But, yeah, he, he has this little knack, and it's fun to see. And, and that's another thing maybe to that, that contributed a little bit to Iowa's hole they dug for themselves in November was, you know, Bear just wasn't healthy. He wasn't available for the Cayman Islands tournament. And I think he's just now rounding back into shape. And I'd like to see him take fewer threes and, and just do more of that dirty work around the basket. But he is fun to watch. Mm. John, last thing, and this has just been uh, just made its way to Twitter, the Iowa media that's uh, that's in Iowa City. Apparently they've just uh, had an opportunity to speak with Josh Jackson. He will announce his NFL decision, but will wait until after the pinstripe bowl. This kind of feels... Like he's Sean Green, right? Yeah. Like he's maybe Jackson will get off the field before he makes the <laughs> announcement, but he's as good as gone, don't you think? Well, yeah. I mean, it just kind of do a little bit of uh, Occam's razor here. If he's staying, then why wait to announce it? Yeah. So the most simplest explanation is is that he's gone, and that's the reason why you would do that. And frankly, given the grades that he is getting, at least before they go out and have the underwear Olympics. Um, he is a you know a first round no later than a second round round grade and 
you know, like we talked about earlier this year when you had me on, he got a chance to see, you know, Desmond King maybe fall a little bit more mm-hmm. in the draft. And he's, you know, not going to make, make that mistake. And I think it's the right decision. When you can, when you can go get paid for an extra year of football in a sport that, as we see every week, the, it just seems like it gets more and more violent. Um, you're going to go do it. Well, John, I'll be at the in Memphis for the Liberty Bowl. Trent to managing the ship back here. I'm assuming he'll uh, want to preview uh, with you next week. So I want to have a chance to talk with you. Merry Christmas to the three girls in your uh, life, uh, your wife and your two daughters and yourself. Thank you, John Miller. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you all. And uh, they have golden corrals in Memphis, Kenny, so load up. <laughs> Thanks, John. Take care, buddy. Bye. Take care. John Miller, HawkeyeNation.com. As he joins us, talk a little Hawks. Josh Jack, he's good as gone, Trent. He's gone, yeah. You know, and he, he has to. He's a first-round pick. Yes. I would be disappointed if he came mm-hmm. back. He can't turn that down. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You know he's go back. He's a semester away from graduating. A signing bonus will pay for uh, oh, God, yeah. a semester of tuition. He'll be all right. No doubt about that. We will take a timeout. When we come back, we'll do a little more football, but we're going to the pro game. One of the locals, the Vikings, in the driver's seat at 11-3. and Timmy Otter, VikingUpdate.com, joins us uh, as we uh, take a look at the Vikes when we come back. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC. Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Start spreading the news. Variety's Black Tie Gala, New York, New York, is set for January 19th. Black Tie is a gala evening emceed by Des Moines native David Anthony Higgins, known for his role in hit television show Mike and Molly. The evening features cocktails, dinner, and dancing. Variety, the children's charity, works to improve the lives of underprivileged, at-risk, and special needs children by gifting bikes, building inclusive playgrounds, providing support to critically ill children, and more. Join us January 19th at Black Tie to ensure all children are able to reach their full potential. Get your tickets for Variety's Black Tie at varietyiowa.com backslash black tie. Ah, the sounds of the holidays. But when you have a million things to do, they can sound much different. So Staples is here to make all those sounds merry sounds. With great deals on laptops, tech accessories like keyboards, earbuds, and modems. The latest modems. Staples has great prices on just the right tech solutions all season long. Staples, more holiday fun, less holiday hassles. 1908 Draft House is the Metro's favorite sports bar. Dedicated to fans of Chicago baseball, University of Iowa, Iowa State, college basketball, and football. 1908 Draft House serves yummy food in a great sports atmosphere with tons of TVs. With locations in Johnston, Waukee, and Des Moines. And now opening their fourth Metro location in West Des Moines at 50th and EP True. Perfect for lunch, happy hour, dinner, or just to watch the game. Meet your friends at a 1908 near you today. 
Ready for the Iowa State Bowl game in Memphis, but dreading the drive? Don't worry about it. Let Luxor Limo do the driving for you. Luxor Limo has seats available in their Prevost Luxury Coach to Memphis. Reserve your seat online today at LuxorLimo.com. That's L-U-X-X-O-R-Limo.com. Here's a list of reasons why AT&T prepaid is the perfect holiday gift, according to Marshall and Viv. When you switch to AT&T prepaid, you get a new ZTE Maven 3 smartphone for free. And when you switch to AT&T prepaid, you get a new ZTE Maven 3 smartphone for free. I said that. Happy holidays? AT&T prepaid has no annual contracts. It's going on my holiday list for sure. And AT&T's reliable network. The AT&T network. There's no hidden fees. No credit checks. No compromises. No strings attached. AT&T prepaid has plans for people who like great deals. Plans for people who love gift giving. Flexibility. Reliability. All the abilities. AT&T prepaid is for people in places where it snows a lot, like Syracuse. And plans for people in places where it snows not a lot, like Miami. I love snow. That makes one of us. The list is long. Really long. This holiday season, switch to AT&T prepaid to get a new ZTE Maven 3 smartphone for free. And all the advantages of AT&T's reliable network with no compromises. In stores or at att.com slash prepaid. Limited time offer available at participating AT&T stores. Requires new line of service, $45-$65 plan and auto pay. Reliable network claim for third-party sources, fees, coverage, and other restrictions apply. On behalf of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention Iowa chapter, thank you for your support in 2017. The Central Iowa Out of Darkness Walk at Ankeny's DMAC campus raised over $75,000. These funds allow our local volunteers to create and maintain support groups for those who have lost someone to suicide, implement education programs in colleges and high schools to prevent suicide, and advocate for new legislation to strengthen mental health care in Iowa. Please check AFSP.org slash Iowa for more information on our 2018 fundraising events, including campus walks and out-of-darkness walks across Iowa. The American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, Iowa Chapter. Online, AFSP.org slash Iowa. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. And at the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Hey guys, Trent Condon here from 1700. You've been hearing me for a couple of months talk about New Leaf Wellness. I'm on a couple of programs helping me lose weight and it has worked outstanding for me. The two treatment programs that I'm on right now, the GAC and the MIC, helping me with my energy levels, weight loss, increasing muscle tone. It's worked wonderfully for me. New Leaf Wellness has a lot of different programs they can help with guys out there. Low testosterone, maybe you're battling migraines, looking to lose weight, or maybe you just hit a plateau in your workout system. New Leaf Wellness can help you like they've helped me. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. At 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. New Year right around the corner. It's New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show. Final segment here on a Tuesday. Uh, Trent and I are here every Monday through Friday from noon until 2. Uh, let's talk uh, Vikings, shall we? Uh, Tim Yotter, VikingUpdate.com, uh, joins us uh, yet again in this spot. We're certainly grateful that he does. The Packers have been eliminated. Tim, uh, Trent and Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you? With the Packers out, who do you think the Vikings will see on Saturday night as they make their way to Lambeau Field? Will they see Aaron Rodgers? I, you know, I tend to think 
that being the competitor in him, he he's definitely going to want to play. But this is probably a decision that comes down to the coaching staff, the GM, the medical people. And I think if they get the sense that there's a chance of re-injury, um, you know, by him being out there, or a greater chance than normal of re-injury, then I I would tend to think that they would pull him off. I, I think a lot of people figure that they are going to to pull him off, and I think that's going to be decided here this afternoon in Green Bay. But, um, you know, I I would have a hard time if I were them. Uh, you know, taking him out of the game and just saying, well, season's over, so Aaron Rodgers isn't playing. I think that's a bad message to send to the rest of the players that, you know, are battling through their own injury issues. So, uh, I mean, there's still so much to be determined here of what this is going to be, but for the Vikings, in a way, would it almost be better to see an Aaron Rodgers out there knowing that the Packers are giving you best? I mean, you got to be cautious about a little letdown if Rodgers doesn't trot out onto the field, don't you? Yeah, I mean, I just think as players, they see what's in front of them, the Vikings do, and what they can accomplish. And so I think whether it's Aaron Rodgers or not, they have to go out and say, look, we want to give ourselves the best chance to play as many games as possible at home because it it really this year has ramped up to a very distinct home field advantage at U.S. Bank Stadium. That place is getting very loud, mm-hmm. especially when the Vikings are in defense. And, you know, if, if they lose this game, then they allow the Carolina Panthers the chance to take that number two seed away from them. Um, but if they, you know, if they win out, then the Vikings have at least the number two seed and then, you know, the, the, wait and see what happens with, uh, with Philadelphia. But, um, uh, you know, they can't sit there and rely on and worry about what the Packers are going to do. They have to take care of their own business. And, you know, oh, by the way, Devontae Adams is in the concussion protocol after mm. the hit, you know, um, from Thomas Davis. So, um, you know, the, the, the Packers could be uh, pretty thin offensively anyways. So it's it's all about the Vikings going out and taking care of their own business. Uh, the NFC, I think, is going to be such an uh, such a crapshoot, regardless of who gets the the one or the two seeds. Tim, I mean, and it's an oddity this year, really, that as it, the playoffs today would be, you know, Eagles one, Vikings two, Rams three, Saints four, Panthers five, and the Falcons six. Everybody below Minnesota, teams three through six, Rams, Saints, Panthers, and Falcons, have all shown up already on the on the Vikings schedule. I don't know if there is an answer, Tim, uh, to at this point, who would they rather see in the first round of the playoffs? None of them are going to be easy. No, that I mean, it's very true. The, the NFC South has three very good teams battling it out there. And, you know, they all in one way or another play each other in these last couple of weeks. And so... Part of that is going to be decided amongst themselves. Um, but I think, you know, as long as the Vikings can get those teams um, up at U.S. Bank Stadium, it, it's advantage Vikings. The team that I think could be the most dangerous uh, among those would be the Rams because I, I believe uh, in their running game, uh, I think they have enough other offensive players that, it would at least give the defense, uh, you know, multiple things to think about. So, you know, I, I don't know what the right answer is, but uh, you know, it shouldn't be easy to get to the Super Bowl anyway. So, you know, bring on whoever who's ever going to come up there. 
Teddy Bridgewater finally uh, sees game action. First pass, of course, intercepted. Looked a little fidgety there in the pocket, but still a little too early to say Teddy is back, isn't it, Tim? Yeah, I mean, it's it's too early to, to I mean, Either you know, way. two passes is not enough to judge him one way or another. Um, you know, the interception coming off of a deflected pass. So I, you know, good to see him get out there and get his feet wet. And I think the Vikings and he would like to see a little bit more action. I don't think that's probably going to come this, uh, this Saturday night at Lambeau Field, but you know, maybe they could build up enough of a lead against Chicago to make that happen again and get him a little more uh, experience back, you know, at game speed. And to me, that's really the biggest thing is, you know, almost two years away from the game, it's hard to to replicate what's coming at you in practices. Uh, Tim, I watched the game, and, I, and like a lot of people, I think we were staying with that game because we wanted to see Teddy Bridgewater when he finally took the field. I, I get the uh, the feeling that, you know, more people stayed at U.S. Bank when it seemed like the outcome had been long, uh, see, sign, seal, and deliver. The Bengals put up no fight at all. I'm assuming that more people stayed for that very reason, to see Bridgewater finally take the field. Being there, I mean, I know what it was like on TV, but being there, what was it like? Yeah, I mean, it was really interesting because, right, you know, even at halftime, you said, okay, if they can continue – to do what the, the Vikings can continue to do what they had been in the first half, there was a really good shot that, that Bridgewater would get into that game. And about a drive or two before that, you, you start to hear a, a faint chant of Teddy, Teddy. Mm. The next drive, you could really hear it. And, you know, everybody on, on the Vikings sideline was super excited to, to see him get out there. And I thought it was interesting. You know, there's such a big roar when he, he was actually out there that he had to cover the ear holes on his helmet to hear the play come in. So, you know, he, he said, you know, there really wasn't a lot of emotion for him. He wasn't nervous, but you talk to other players on the sideline and there were a lot of emotions going on there. And I think Teddy had some of them, but just didn't want to admit to it. So uh, Teddy's out there, but the future remains the biggest question. What do you yeah, think I, makes the mess, most sense for the Vikings going forward? Well, I mean, let, let's start with Sam Bradford. I don't think you can offer him much of anything mm-hmm. just because of the balky knees that he has. So I think that it's just basically time to move on without him unless they can get him super cheap after he you know, tests the market and nobody's willing to take a chance on him. Um you know, the the first option, I think, would be Case Keenum because I, I don't know that you can necessarily say, based off of what we've seen in game action, that, you know, Teddy is completely back or that, that you can completely trust that knee. They may have seen more in practice, and, you know, what we're allowed to see in practice isn't a lot. You know, he's dropping back, he's making passes, but he doesn't have anything coming at him from, you know, the pass rushers coming at him so i mean to me the safest bet is uh you know offer case keenum a contract see if he's willing to take it um but you know i could see a scenario where each of them are are back for the vikings because there are so many free agent quarterbacks out there or those that are scheduled for free agency that it could drive down the price and given what Keenum has done at past stops, 
you wonder if other teams are going to trust that he can continue what he has with the Vikings, whereas I think he feels very comfortable in the Vikings system. So, um, you know, it, it could be a situation. Uh, it, it's feasible anyway that both of them could be back and you just go into the offseason saying, hey, best man wins the job. Tim, we've got one minute left. Uh, earlier, you posted a piece uh, at vikingupdate.com regarding the threats, apparently, that Anthony Barr is receiving from Packer fans. You mentioned that NFL security uh, is aware. Um, I mean, does, does Barr, it's, it's Lambeau Field. It's the, you know, Barr was the one that leveled the hit against Rodgers to knock him out. It wasn't dirty. They didn't get fined for it. Uh, but is there... Is there a, a, a feeling that, um, you know, that not that he's in danger, but they're going to pay closer attention to this, Tim? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't get the feeling that they feel really seriously threatened by anything. But, you know, some of the letters and some of the things that he's received on social media are downright disgusting. Um, and, you know, I, I talked to Barr about it. He doesn't seem too bothered by it, but I've also talked to others that say, you know, the Vikings may assign a security person just to bar, just as they would do for, you know, they, they do every game for the ownership group, for the head coach, and usually for the starting quarterback. They've also done it in the past for Randy Moss after his fake moon at Lambeau. They've also done it in the past for Adrian Peterson, but this would be an exception just because of some of the things that Barr has received from Packers fans. Great stuff. Vikingupdate.com for you Viking fans out there. Tim Yotter, thank you as always. Happy holidays, Tim. Thank you. All right. Same to you guys. Thanks. Good to talk to you. Tim Yotter joining us from the uh, Twin Cities. That's crazy, Trent. Threats. Social media. Yeah. You I know. mean, it, it happens. Right. It's right. unfortunate, but it happens. Mm-hmm. It's not a surprise. No, I don't think it is. But Green Bay fans don't seem to be. I mean, Raider fans, okay. You know, there are fan bases. Eh, maybe I'm naive. Maybe, maybe I think you there, are. There's probably there's there's those apples in every bunch. Right? Yes, yes. Green Bay fans can be. No, it's their rival. Yeah, I mean, the Bears want to be. It's the longest rival, but yes. the Bears Packers hasn't been very good very no. often lately. No. It's been the Vikings, especially when Brett Favre put on the purple, right? Yep. That elevated it to a whole new level. All right, you've got the Hawkeye huddle today. Yes. Uh, Creighton and Ridge will be here talking Hawks 5-6. to six. What do you and Jimmy B have preceding that? We'll be uh, talking with our man from Cyclone Alert, Alex Halstead, and going to make a return trip to the Condon Casino coming up today. Good stuff. We are back tomorrow. David Kaplan will be here. Look forward to that. Bill Bender uh, as well. Uh, Trent and I are here every Monday through Friday from noon until 2, talking local sports with you on 1700 KBGG. Your home and away voice for UNI football, 1700 KBGG. Hello from all of us at Susan G. Komen, Greater Iowa. My name is Stephanie, and I am the new Marketing and Development Director located right here in our West Des Moines office location. We want to send out a huge thank you to each and every one of you who have supported Komen throughout 2017 with your participation in our events, fundraising efforts, and volunteerism. Without you, we cannot realize a world without breast cancer. On behalf of all of us at Komen, Greater Iowa, we wish you happy holidays and hope to see you all on February 10th at the 5th Annual Pink in the Rink, hosted by the Iowa Wild. Visit our website at comangreateriowa.org to purchase your tickets today. 
Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Black and Cardinal Divide is the first website dedicated to the Cyhawk rivalry. We cover both the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. This is Cody. 152 pulse-pounding games, 340 blasts of the goal horn as puck met net, and 880,000 fans who visited Wells Fargo Arena to cheer on the team. For four seasons, we've called Des Moines home. So as we celebrate five years strong, Iowa Wild is proud to say, hockey lives here. Come to the Iowa Wild game Friday at 7 for $2 beer night and a visit from the Iowa State football team before they head to the Liberty Bowl. Visit iowawild.com for tickets today. Merry Christmas from Golf Headquarters. Golf Headquarters' new location, 2900 University Avenue, Clock Tower Square, has 10,000 feet of golf gifts for your favorite golfer. Pro V1, number one golf ball of tour, $39.99. Ping G drivers, now $299.99. $100 off select Callaway irons. Golf Headquarters has hundreds of great gift items under $20. Gift certificates are also available. And all golf clothing, 10 to 50% off. Golf Headquarters Clock Tower Square has great Christmas specials this holiday season. Adidas Prime Knit Golf Shoes, $69.99. Skechers New Spikeless Tour Shoe, $99.99. Fajoy Waterproof Contour, now on sale. Golf Headquarters has all the great names in golf. Titleist, Ping, TaylorMade, Callaway, and more. Free Launch Monitor Club Fitting. Stop by Golf Headquarters, talk to the professional staff, and get custom fit. Golf Headquarters, Clock Tower Square, 2900 University Avenue, your Christmas golf store. 255-4433. That's 255-4433. Golf Headquarters. It's Macy's One Day Sale. Shop incredible deals of the day. Wednesday, like select Charter Club cashmere sweaters for her, $39.99. Take 50% off. Boot styles she'll love. Dazzling diamond bangles or earrings, only $99. Save 50 to 60% on designer coats, suits, dress shirts, and more for him. And take 30% plus an extra 20% off. Great kitchen electrics. Macy's One Day Sale. The perfect gift brings people together. Savings off regular and sale prices. Exclusions apply. Wendy's Double Stack is back in the 4 for 4 with a quarter pound of fresh, never-frozen beef, which means you can get the Double Stack, the Junior Bacon Cheeseburger, or the Crispy Chicken BLT, along with four nuggets, small fries, and a small drink, all for just $4. And it's only around for a limited time, so you better hurry and get to Wendy's today. That's a deal so good, it can't be beat. No, I said beat, not beep. Sorry, man.